0: So if you want free hay for mulching mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, start trolling your neighborhood. <laughs> or troll the neighborhood where all the wealthy people live. because yes. uh, They tend to do way more of that sort of stuff.
1: Hey there, thanks for tuning in to episode 50 of the Maritime Gardening Podcast, and Greg, are you here for the 50th time? Yes. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, episode of the Big five zero, 0 and uh, that's that's pretty cool, actually. It's only been, what, I think a year and a half, something like that. like
0: that.
1: And uh, yeah, the season has kind of winded down, although today when we're recording this, um, we even contemplated taking a drive to the beach. It uh, it was like 20, I think it must have been mid-20s down here today.
0: I don't see why you couldn't. I mean, uh, yeah. from what I know, uh, back when I used to snorkel and all that sort of stuff um, in the fall, the water can be quite warm,
1: mm. uh,
0: when a lot warmer than you might think. Um, yeah. You know, like in October and stuff like that, uh, we used to do a lot of, uh, back when you were allowed to spearfish, Um I don't know why I love spearfishing. So much fun. Sounds good. Um,
1: so yeah, it was uh, it was like almost, I'd say it was mid twenties Celsius down here today. It was ridiculous. It, it was shorts and t shirt weather.
0: I talked to some friends of mine in the valley, and it was like mid twenties there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it, it was you know a bit cooler here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you do live you, you live in the in the the, the cooler of Nova Scotia. Just,
0: As we've discussed in the growing degree days, I live in the worst part of Nova Scotia. So if Greg Um, can do it, you can do it. And, and yeah. For those that uh, saw that, uh, listened to that episode about growing degree days, was that mm-hmm. our last episode, Dave? Um, I yeah,
1: It so was episode 49, 40, yeah. Episode um,
0: 49. That's that it. map that we posted a link to or a picture of or whatever, there's one right yeah. beneath it that shows <laughs> um, the uh, growing, uh, growing degree days projected 30 years ahead uh, uh, as a result of yeah. uh, climate change. So the climate change projections for growing degree days and uh, the whole province looks like it's on fire. Mm. The whole province gets much, much warmer. Yeah. But where I live doesn't get any better.
1: <laughs> it's, and I remember, too, it's this one little dot. Yeah. And it's right where Greg lives. So Yeah, like uh, the whole
0: province, uh, you know, what is it, the color? The more red the color gets, the more hot it is. And yeah. the more sort of yellow the the color is, the more cold it is. And uh, my little tiny little little weird spot here, this little tiny useless microclimate, yeah. uh, is yellow now, and 30 years from now, it's still yellow. But the whole province becomes like red.
1: Well, I guess um, I guess all of the uh, folks who don't believe in climate change can move to your neighborhood.
0: Because you, yeah, you could you could live here and think it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, you can deny it <laughs> deny it for another 30 years. Although, even today, I mean, I, I took a walk out in my garden. And, uh, well, I shot a video last weekend. Yeah. Uh, that the thing took forever to film yeah. and took forever to, to edit. But anyways, <laughs> it's a good video. I have to promote the yeah. thing a little bit because it's yes. a video on how to build a little culture garden. I filmed the whole thing from start to finish, from from nothing to done. Um, and uh, so that was last Saturday. I did most of the filming. And I was outside with my T-shirt on mm. the whole day. I had to, I had to stop. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can tell, but if you watch the video, my T-shirt, changes three times oh yeah because i go back in the house and put another t-shirt on because <laughs> i sweat those soaked and this <laughs> is in, this
1: and this is where greg lives. yeah
0: this is the last week of october it's supposed yeah. to be cold yeah. it's supposed to be uh cold outside
1: yeah well apparently it's going to now get cold for a little
0: bit they say but yeah, well, that's, that's yeah, you know? yeah. I was out in the garden today, and stuff's growing, and I still have tomatoes growing, and nice. the strawberry plants are still flowering. That's insane. Uh, they're not really producing strawberries. They're kind yeah. of getting these useless, no-good strawberries. My, my raspberries are still producing raspberries. Mm. What's going on? Yeah. You know?
1: So uh, it's, uh, it, it's strange days. Strange days will go along with that. Strange days. Yeah. So, uh, so this one you've titled "Odds and Sods."
0: What well, was a working title? Well, we, we might change that.
1: <laughs> okay. If you're listening, it may not be called "Odds it's not and Sods." Very
0: clickbaity, Dave. No. Well, hey. <laughs> come up with a better title. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stop. Head, but anyway, nonetheless, it's a episode fifty. Miscellaneous uh, yeah. gardening-related uh, mm. fall-related uh, hodgepodge of yeah. topics. Yeah. Well, have um, at it. Yeah, I thought with odds and sods I'd have to talk about the sods. True. <laughs> this is not a grass. No, we're not <laughs> talk about that, I suppose. Yeah. But uh <laughs> by the way, if if you're considering you know, grass grass seed or sod, I would go with the sod. The grass seed seems to uh um yeah, I guess we'll we'll keep odds and sods and we'll talk about grass Yeah, first. sure, sure. Since uh we should try to make the title work for us a little bit.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I got a property here, and uh, when we bought this, the entire lawn area had uh, no grass. It was mm. just just dirt. It wasn't even soil. It was it was dirt. Uh, it was like clay and rocks and stuff like that. Yeah, even topsoil here. Um, <clears throat> so um, we had the front yard sodded Mm -hmm. to get that sort of instant gratification green lawn type thing Mm -hmm. and then so that's about uh, a quarter of the actual lawn area
1: right
0: and the rest of it um we seeded now the sod cost uh, i don't know something outrageous oh yeah Uh, i wasn't uh i'd had surgery at that time i wasn't feeling well so we paid someone to do it and i can't remember how much it cost but it was outrageous yeah um, and you know how cheap i am so i the, do
1: that was so painful
0: especially outrageous to me yeah um, so the backyard I said forget that we're just gonna seed it and you know so let's say the front yard was like a thousand bucks or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. i can't remember what it was but something mm-hmm. like something like that mm-hmm. um, for the backyard it was like 20 bucks worth the seats yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, it, it it didn't uh, look good immediately it right. took about two or three years for yeah. it to Uh, yeah to fill in so it took a while Mm -hmm. um but it cost next to nothing and the strange thing is that the seeded lawn if you were to take a walk on my property yeah day you'd say what are you doing right in the backyard (laughs) why does your yard look so bad
1: it's totally right um this year we had really good we always have weeds that we have to deal with in the yard but This year we seeded a lot more than we had before, and it's the best our lawns looked in a
0: long time. I think the the whatever variety of plant they use for sod, I think they choose varieties of grass that Mm -hmm. are uh, uh, grow quickly Mm -hmm. and maybe don't mind being rolled up in a. You know, they have those sods rolled up. Yeah, and that's
1: s- how they do it.
0: Store them in a parking lot for a month or whatever. Yeah. So I think they choose a variety of grass that can handle that situation. Yes. Um, maybe they don't have very deep roots, mm. right? Because mm. um, how can a, a grass that has deep roots be cut off on a, on a sod like that right? yeah yeah whereas most natural grasses in in nature they'll have roots that go down if you look at somebody's really cool uh videos on youtube or or just information online if you look at the way a a field works um in nature right. um certain of the grasses their roots will go down like 20 feet mm. right so they never ever run out of water unless you know there's some right catastrophe, catastrophe right. type thing and they outcompete everything else because the root systems are so strong. So I think when you seed, you're using those varieties of grasses that just—I don't know—I'm talking. I'm just—I'm talking completely off the top of my head here. I've not right. researched this position at all. There's going to be a reason that seeded lawns uh, seem to outperform sodded lawns, and I think it's because the varieties of grass that you plant when you're using seed are just better varieties than right. the varieties that are used for sod. Yeah. Either that or just that whole process of growing the sod then cutting it off and rolling it up and maybe that just Beats the hell out of the plant mm-hmm. Because our sodded uh, the front lawn had uh, clover Dandelions da-da-da-da-da. everything seemed to be able to move in and take a set up shop, right. whereas the seeded part of the lawn um, uh, It seems to just be thicker and lusher and just better all around.
1: Yeah, um, yeah I agree. I agree um definitely and uh yeah if you got if you have weeds it's a great way to uh
0: snuff them out oh yeah like if you're gonna there's not much you can do about clover but if you've got dandelions yeah. and stuff like that yeah, yeah you can go in there and dig it out and just throw a handful of seeds where it came out and, you know, it's it's so much easier than hitting everything with Roundup and all that sort of stuff. Yes, uh, yes. You know, because you're, you know, you just, uh, if you have a healthy lawn, if your lawn's healthy and it's strong and it's happy, it's going to out-compete those other, those other things are showing up because your lawn is not healthy. Yes, exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. So we did fit sods into this. Sod. So we started off with yeah. sod. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, Let's talk about some other stuff. Sure. I, just, I had a whole bunch of different things I uh, thought yep. uh, talk about. So, see what you can do 10 minutes on. Okay, just things off the top <laughs> of my head. Number one, Halloween just ended. Yes. And uh, for some reason, I, I, I don't know why anyone on earth would do this, but people buy bales of hay at mm-hmm. Halloween, mm-hmm. and they put decorations on their front and step, and then they throw the hay away the next week.
1: That's a good point.
0: Um, so if you want free hay for mulching mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, start trolling your neighborhood <laughs> or troll the neighborhood where all the wealthy people live, Yes, uh, cause they tend to do way more of that sort of stuff. Uh, <laughs> they've got the disposable income. Uh, um, so roll those neighborhoods. I got, I got four bales of hay in the back of my truck right now. I'm just from, from scavenging like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and what Greg's not telling you is he took those on Halloween Day morning, and they still have paint on them.
0: Should have taken them Halloween night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no. So and keep your eyes. You know, if you're if you're looking to source, uh, a lot of people will say to me, um, "How do I source hay? I don't live down the road from a stable like you do. What do I do?" Well, yeah. this time of year, hoard that stuff. Yeah, drive uh, I know if you've got a vehicle um you know uh, get those big uh if you don't have a truck you just get those big uh, the large garbage bags so you can mm-hmm. stuff the hay in a garbage bag and put it in your trunk or whatever mm-hmm. but uh there sh- should be whenever your compost recycling day is that's the day you're allowed to throw stuff like that out um drive around and grab all the hay you can find um and then for that matter i mean people are starting to rake up their leaves and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff so i had a great find uh, down the road uh, The other day, uh, one of my, uh, someone down the road here has all these huge ornamental grasses on their front lawn, Mm -hmm. Um, like very straw-like. So, yeah, whatever, you know, in addition to the hay that people throw away, this is the time of year people are starting to gather up lawn waste and stuff like that. And there's so many, even if you're not going to, this is the right time of year to mulch your gardens anyway. Um, and even if you're not going to get around to it this week or next week, uh, just grab everything you can find, grab all the materials you think you're going to need. Um, and then when you've got a Saturday afternoon or whatever to get around to it, then you go about mulching your garden. Mm-hmm. But those, and because at least here where we live, they made a new law where you have to put everything in those brown paper bags. Yes. Um, I used to hate it before because i yeah. that'd be gathering all the stuff up and I'd, I'd have to throw away like 30 garbage, plastic garbage bags. Yep. You can't use them because they stink. Um, so now all of that stuff in those, those heavy, um, craft paper bags, which are completely biodegradable, but they're also like great for starting fires in your wood stove. Mm-hmm. They're, um, compost them and you can also use them to put on top of weeds to suppress weeds so yeah. multiple, and i have another use for them that i'm going to use next spring in my garden i'll make some videos on that i think i think i got a real awesome solution to uh the, the weeds that might come through with fresh manure i think mm. i've got i think I've got a solution to that nice uh, i'm putting all, all those all those paper bags that people are giving me yeah. you know, Collecting the mulch for you, and they're giving you a brown paper bag, and all you got to do is drive by and get it. And mm-hmm. Does it get easier than that? For a, for a cheap a cheapskate like me, uh, it's just it doesn't get any better. So that's a good one. Uh, and to that point, this is a good time of year to mulch your gardens. You know, think about it's going to be cold. You're going into winter, and you want to put a nice warm blanket on. Right. The garden bed is full of living things. And the longer you can keep those living things warm, the more they will continue to work and build your soil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So do you want them to go on vacation in November, or do you want them to go on vacation in January?
1: Yeah.
0: And when do you want them to get back to work? You right. Know, so if you want them to go on vacation in January and start working in March, then you want to get that heavy mulch on now. Yeah. If you want to go on vacation in November and go back to work in in, in April, then just leave it the way it is. Mm. And I'm talking heavy, like put two, put a foot of something on top of it. It'll break down and it'll compress. It'll go away. And even if it doesn't, um, you can take some of it off next spring, right? Uh, to to do your planting and stuff like that. You just take some off and put it aside. And, mm. You know, put it back on. You know, in the spring, uh, if your soil uh, isn't heating up, you might want to remove a bit. It really depends on your situation and your conditions and so on. Um, but certainly, um, and, and not only that, but not only does it keep your soil warm, but it, it also, you know, the, the layer that's in contact with your soil is going to be perpetually breaking down and feeding right. all the organisms as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, get that get that mulch on for the, for the parts of your garden that are done. Yeah, uh, it's so warm. I've still got a lot of things happening. i still got Carrots and parsnips and kale and greens and the Swiss chard and lettuce, I a lot of stuff still growing, growing mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that all depends on your situation. Uh, let's see the other thing. Um, oh, you know, I was watching some YouTube video the, the other day and someone was showing their carrot harvest. Mm-hmm. And they it, they said, hey, look, here's all the carrots I've, I've, I've harvested my carrots. And this is someone in a warmer place than me, warmer part of the world. Yeah. And I was like, why are you harvesting your carrots, dude? They're still growing. Mm-hmm. Mine are still growing. If mine are still growing, yours is still growing.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, But I want to harvest them uh, when they're still growing. Leave them. Uh, leave them until, you know, they really, you know, uh, it's things start to slow down. For here, anyway, we've, we've had frost. I and mean, we've had, you know, maybe once a week we'll have frost overnight, but most days we're not getting frost. And that's not typical for this part of the world but mm-hmm. anyway when i look at the carrots the the greens are still standing up they're not laid down right they're still growing yeah so uh, i don't want to have to i've got other things i'm busy doing i guess if you have nothing to do sure but mm-hmm. i mean they're still growing so i mean uh the longer i leave them the more carrots i get yeah so sure harvest them to eat them like you're know, like, uh, thin them out make room for the, the ones you leave to grow but uh uh, yeah, leave them in the ground. Uh, same with your uh, parsnips and and uh, you know whatever other root berry, uh, vegetables you Root vegetables that are underneath the ground,
1: yeah, uh,
0: you know where they're sort of protected a little bit. Uh, a lot of those vegetables like the cold, like the frost. It really improves their flavor anyway. So I would say leave them until like sometime in November. Really.
1: Leave them or in. The- leave them in and go chip them out in February.
0: Well, don't do that. (laughs) Uh, Certainly, your parsnips, you want to leave them until like mid December. Yeah. As long as you possibly can. uh, Leave those things in. All of those plants, the the root becomes more, uh, there's more sugar in the root Mm the longer you leave. Mm -hmm. So it's going to taste better. And also, because there's more sugar in the root, they store better.
1: Mm.
0: It's just like anything, right? Like if you have uh, some fruit. And if you took some strawberries and uh, mashed them up and stuck them in your fridge and left them there for a week, uh, they wouldn't taste good after a week. No. It would taste like fresh strawberries.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, if you took strawberries and mashed them up and put an equal amount of sugar in with the strawberries and <laughs> stuck them in, the- it tastes great for, for months. Yes. Uh, like a jam, right? They do. So Something about sugar, it preserves things. Yeah. So any root vegetable, if you leave it, it's going to, uh, it'll just change on a, you know, microbiological level and start mm. to uh, become more, that that root will become, uh, have a higher sugar content, and that allows it to make it through the winter, yeah. but it also um, makes it taste better, and also if you're storing that in a cool room of some kind, it stores mm. better. So, uh, you yeah, know, leave them in the ground. Nice. Let's uh, the other thing. Uh, amend your soil. So, I mean, if you had a garden that was very productive and worked really well, you might not need to amend that. Just put a good mulch on there. Yeah. But, you know, like, just think about the different, and that's why I like having separate beds in my garden so you can get a sense of which ones perform well and which ones perform poorly. So Mm -hmm. if you have a bed that just had a poor performance, whatever you planted or didn't do well, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can plant something next year that has... Lesser needs. Some some plants don't really need a lot to grow well. Some some right. plants are very uh, heavy feeders. Right. But um, but really, if you planted something somewhere and it, it just didn't, I have a, one particular bed where I planted beans and the beans did well, but I also planted I planted cucumbers and they did terrible, and I planted some kale in there too and it was terrible.
1: Hmm.
0: So that's a garden bed with with uh, soil that's not good. Right. So. That is going to get, you know, three or four inches of some kind of manure, mm-hmm. uh, at least an inch of. I'll either put an inch of chicken manure or, you know, three or four inches of horse manure. Mm. Uh, and an inch of chicken manure is, is probably the best thing you can put on anything. Um, yeah. you know, this this is the time of year to do that because you don't have to be so choosy if you're if you're adding manure in the in the spring. You have to find manure that's been. Aged and composted and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're throwing it on the fall, you just let it rip, man. Don't worry <laughs> nice. about it. You get the cheapest, easiest manure you can find. Yeah. Don't worry if it's not aged, because again, we're not tilling this in. You're just putting it on top. It's going to age yeah. over the, course of the winter, and, and a lot of what was in that manure is just going to sort of get, uh, you know, there's rain and the snow and the melting and all that sort of stuff. It's just going to get transferred down into the soil. That the natural way in nature. You know, when you think about a cow, a herd of cattle or whatever going through a pa- a pasture, right? Um, they eat what's on top and they, they poop all over the place and yep. pee all over the place. And, uh, you know, all that stuff just finds its way down into the soil uh, slowly through gravity and so on. Right? right. No one's going in there and telling that up and doing all that foolishness. Right. Right? And, uh, that's how healthy soils are maintained in nature. So just mimic that same system in your garden. Huh. Yeah. Um, um, another uh, good thing to do this time of year because you're not dealing with it's it's with the exception of this week. It's nice and cool, so it's mm-hmm. it's a good time to be outside doing physical work because it's 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 the right temperature, so you don't uh, sweat to death, and you're not being uh, inundated or, or or harassed by black flies, mosquitoes, horse flies, and things like that. Yeah. So it's a great time That's to true. take on any sort of project. If you want to claim new ground or change something around or rebuild a bed or do anything, like the video I just uh, shot last week to build a, mm-hmm. a hookah culture garden using just like rotten wood and, and, and yard waste. Um, but, yeah, if you want to do anything like that, do it now. Don't Don't, you know. Don't do that next spring. Do it now. Mm, good point. Um, and then it's just ready. You know, next spring you can just focus on planting, not doing all this backbreaking work, right? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're not you're not uh, dealing with stuff like that right now. Really, your garden's, you know, there's not uh, as much work to do in your garden right now. So, sure. uh, it's a good time to do that. Or if you've got if you've been putting off dealing with weeds or anything like that, it's a good time to do it. Mm. So yeah, this is a good time of year to do that. Nice. So that's, that's all my uh, uh, fall gardening activity, and I th- I'll be doing some videos over the next couple weeks where I, you know, show me. I've, I've been doing some of that anyway. I've been doing what I'm calling the fall gardening series. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll do some, um, some videos of, uh, on YouTube of me doing stuff like that just so you can get a nice. sense of uh, nice. how I go about that. Nice,
1: nice. Very good, very good. Yeah, so I guess that brings us to the to near the end of this one and um I should mention that uh this will this is my last episode. Not this is not a surprise to Greg. No. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, by the way. A son of a- <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, no, I Greg, you know, anybody who's been listening and following on, you know, knows that Greg is, you know, Greg is the uh, the gardening content. Um I uh I was happy to team up with Greg, and we've, you know, I think we've taken it to a, a good place, and uh, you know, he's he's built up a good audience, uh, both with the podcast and on Facebook and uh, various other ways, and uh, yeah, it's time for me to uh, to focus on some other ventures, and uh, and I think Greg obviously is going to do just fine, and he'll be doing all kinds of stuff, and I don't know exactly what he's got planned uh, through the winter months, or if you're going to take a break at all, but, uh, anyway, of course I'll be around if, uh, you know, if you need, need a, a lifeline on anything, uh, technical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's new, new territory for me, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing this and, uh, I'll keep doing the, the podcast and I'm going to try to bring in some, uh, some guests and stuff like that, so it's not just me all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but uh, uh, as long as there's an audience, I'll, I'll keep uh, keep it going.
1: Doing it. But
0: uh, anyway, it's, it's all new new territory for me because I, I really don't know what's involved in getting this, uh, you know, my role in this so far has just been uh, Skyping in with Dave and talking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. you know, I write, uh, write yeah. up the show notes a little bit and stuff like yeah. that but w- all the other stuff it just sort of happens without me doing anything yeah. so I don't know what what that is or what, what I need to do or, or whatever so it's going to have to be something I'll have to overcome
1: so cut the guy um, some slack <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, if they're terrible. Uh, yeah, give me a break. Uh, just let me let me let me uh, let me, uh, engage the learning curve.
1: No, nah, it'll be fine. Greg's actually caught on to a lot of the technical, especially as you can see with the video, you know. And he's not using, you know, TV studio equipment. You know, he's done extremely well with what he has. And
0: all my YouTube videos, like yeah, an old camera.
1: It's amazing. Uh, <laughs>
0: it's just like uh, yeah. uh, like an old camera and uh, actually I, my old camera broke and i found an even older camera um <laughs> uh, so my last three videos were are yeah. uh, being made with an, uh, my like my wife's father's camera
1: he's amazing with what he can <laughs> but, what he like can two, do
0: 2000 <laughs> pretty soon he
1: pretty soon he's just going to have polaroids and he's going to flip them in his hand and just Oh get, yeah, <laughs> get that up somehow. But he's uh, no, he's doing fine. And uh, you know, as you can see, I mean, you, you know, you're well, well, in the mid three thousands as far as fans on Facebook. So again, if anybody's listening and has not tuned in, uh, you know, to the Facebook channel, uh, Facebook page, YouTube channel, uh, definitely do that because you know. Um, that's, that's a great way to connect and see what Greg's up to. So, you know, uh, so yeah, it's, you know, it's been fun. Um, you know, not being a gardener myself, I've learned a lot, obviously anybody who's listening to Greg has and, um, you know, Hey, maybe I'll check back in at some point down the road, but, we'll, uh, we'll have to do yeah. uh,
0: at least one episode a year. We bring <laughs> Dave back and uh, put him through his paces. Maybe uh,
1: I can actually get to your garden, next season and uh and we can get a video going yeah and I, I can eat some of your hard work sure yeah that sounds good
0: sounds like a good video so,
1: yeah no awesome and uh so yeah this was episode 50 the big one and uh you can check out the show notes at maritime com slash uh, zero five zero and i think that's it
0: well, i just want to take yeah. a second to, to thank you dave for oh, sure. uh uh, for, you know, getting this whole thing going. I wouldn't have got this uh, going on my own. Uh, so, uh, you know, um, your willingness to uh, to facilitate this uh, was what got me started with it. I wouldn't have started doing YouTube videos. I wouldn't have uh, tried to get a column, uh, all this sort of stuff. Uh, um, just yeah. the pod- doing the podcast got me over whatever that hump is that, right you know makes you willing to sort of hang yourself out there um to be hated
1: <laughs> <laughs> no hated you, or loved or whatever. You, you, uh, uh, no I, I i knew i knew the first time that uh, we spoke on the phone uh long before this idea even came to be that you know that you had great potential with your teaching background and everything it was a, it was a perfect opportunity And, you know, I stand by that, obviously. Uh, And now, you know, now you're you've grown wings and you can fly. You can fly. (laughs) No, uh, I uh, part of what I do is, uh, you know, I'm I'm basically an entrepreneur. I I try and gravitate towards, uh, you know, people who I think are either entrepreneurial or have that potential. And then, uh, you know, from time to time, I like to try and help Bring projects to light, and this was fantastic. You know, it totally it it exceeded what I had hoped, and you know, obviously that was because you know you you your willingness to uh, to do it and uh, and succeed. So happy to do it. Appreciate the comments, and uh, I'm sure it will go great. Thanks everybody for uh, listening to me, and you know, putting up with this guy who doesn't garden, and uh, and my ums and ahs and. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, no, it's been great. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely check back in from time to time. Right on, man. All right. That's it for this one, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening. All right. Till next time.